So what questions did she ask me to ask myself? Yes. Yeah. What do I do now? Where do I go now? What and where? How am I going to do that? Exactly. Mm -hmm. All those big open-ended questions. And what was amazing is I also learned that you don't have to answer those questions immediately. Mm. It's the big judgment that we put on ourselves when we ask those fantastic, beautiful, open-ended questions. We expect an answer of ourselves immediately. It's not possible. It's too big, the question. Mm-hmm. So you have to think mm-hmm. about it carefully and you have to think, what do I want? Where do I want to go? And how am I going to get there? Who's coming with me? Because we don't want to do any of this business by ourselves. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. And today we have none other than James Vanderwalt, and he's going to tell you who he is what he's up to, and all of the amazing projects that he has currently got his hands in. So take it away, James. Hello. Thank you so much, Romain, for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Um, yeah. Who am I? Where am I from? What am I doing? Um, I am a health and life coach who used to be an ICU nurse for a couple of decades in the UK. Um, and then I had the amazing privilege and opportunity to move to the US. I now live in California. Um, and with the pandemic and everything that happened, moving to another country, I decided to really dig into my coaching um, and just do that full time. Um, so gave up nursing. And yeah, here I am coaching people. Um, at the moment, my big focus is on transition coaching, helping people through um, either business transitions, life transitions or health transitions so um, business transition for example is got a brilliant new idea you have to transition from one side of the business to the other side I can help you with that or life transitions hey there's loads of those life itself is a transition (laughs) so happy to help people with that and then health transitions uh, the main thing that I focus on there is people with newly diagnosed chronic illnesses and what they need to transition into this new amazing world where they have to deal with either a new diagnosis, what the future holds, what has been taken away, what's new, because new diagnosis does bring new stuff and there is positive things in there. (laughs) Yes, Um, yes. So I help people through that um, and I do that full time. Awesome. So now you have to tell us 
how you went from being in ICU and serving in ICU to deciding to coach? Like what happened? Yeah. Um, I big part of being a medical professional is coaching. There's a lot of coaching involved, um, helping people through whatever they're going through. Um, and I was diagnosed with sarcoidosis in my heart and in my lungs. Um, that was out of the blue, was diagnosed when I got pneumonia. I was in ICU as a patient. And um, yeah, they went, sorry, but this is now your new life. You have cardiac sarcoidosis and cardiac lung sarcoidosis. Uh, sorry, it was the same thing. Oh, there you go. You get the drift. Um, and I had to decide what to do. Couldn't nurse as much or couldn't nurse in ICU as much as I wanted to. Um, moved to California and I was part of a support group, online support group for people with sarcoidosis. Um, you know, everybody with an autoimmune disease, anybody with a chronic illness, everybody went into lockdown. Um, but we kind of went into double lockdown. <laughs> it was a huge fear. Uh, for all of us um, and so yeah we all gathered got online and um, supported each other chatted through all of it and just made sure everybody was okay um, and it was one day when one of my um, fellow support group people looked at me and said are you a coach you live in California they do lots of that stuff there I went no I'm not he went you need to think about it because that's amazing um, I did so I started looking into it realized that a, a vast, massive part of my nursing life was coaching people um, and helping them, supporting them. And I found a fantastic organization uh, that brought health coaching and life coaching into one and helped me understand that if your life is in shambles, your health is in shambles. If, you're, you know, if your, your health is in issues, then your life is in issues. And they brought the two together for me. And it made me realize that the 20 odd years that I did what I did, um, I can still use it just from a different perspective. Wow. And so you were, um, so tell us, that's an incredible story. You have to tell us how and what you were feeling when you thought you had pneumonia and they said to you, oh, no, it's not pneumonia. It's actually sarcoid affecting lung and heart. What were, like, mm. how, what were your thoughts? Like, how, what kind of fear did you face there? Now, what, what was that like for you? Um, first thought that went through my head was I'm going to die. Um, healthcare professionals work very, very hard to save other people's lives. We don't have time to save our own lives. Um, and that's immediately what went through my head. I'm like, I'm not supposed to be on this side of the bed. I'm supposed to be on that side of the bed where I'm supposed to help, serve, you know, bring dignity, be a, a person who coach for other people, be their mouthpiece when they can't speak for themselves. Now I'm lying here and I'm kind of going, oh, who's speaking for me? Who's advocating for me? Um, and so those were the first thoughts that went through my head. That was, so fear, being faced with my own mortality, fact that I'm you know won't be able to breathe as well as I used to having to look after my heart won't be able to have as much stress these were things that came later in days later um and yeah there was a bit of mourning for the life I used to have 
Um, but then once I got through all of that um, with counseling and um, coaching, I got to a place where I'm now where I can look back at all of that and go, staff care is so important. Mental health care is so important. Physical health care is so important. And finding my new purpose, finding my new direction, using every bit of my experiences I've had through lying in a bed and having a medical student and a nursing student next to me asking me, so they're doing this to you right now. How is that? You know, and I was like, and it was very, very interesting that there was a teaching hospital. So they were, you know, my permission was still, uh, was asked if I'm allowed to have students here. And um, I said, of course, yes, great opportunity. <laughs> you know, yeah, yes, let yes. them hear from the horse's mouth. Um, and yeah, it was, it, that was really helpful because I was able to talk through what was happening to me. And then because I said it out loud, I heard what I was saying. And suddenly things started making sense and opening up for me. Um, and yeah, I would say it took probably a good couple of years for me to get to a point where my chronic illness was not, was not stopping me from doing what I needed to do. I was actually encouraging me to do what I needed to do. Okay. And I think your audience, who's all into being fearless. Yes. That is the place to be. That's where you get to that point where you know who you are, who is your authentic self. And when you get to that authentic self, the fear has gone. And you know exactly what you need to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like dormant. It's not God. Yes. <laughs> but you don't let it stop. Exactly. You. No, no, that's perfect. Yeah. And, and so I'm interested. I'm curious because you said some things that I thought were, were quite interesting. The first thing that you said that that intrigued me was you you said there was a timeline. Like you said there was about a couple of years. And so mm. how did you even get started on that? Were you connected to um, counselors and coaches immediately as the diagnosis was made? How did that transition part, how did that happen? Mm. Um, I love the fact that you used that word transition because that's literally what happened. You know, there's the, there's the diagnosis, uh, there's coming to terms with, oh, what's happening to me. Um, immediate people around me was family, uh, which was incredible and amazing and wonderful. I have the most beautiful family who instantly surrounded me. Um, I still get a lump in my throat when I think about it. Um, it was in a foreign country. So I then had to find my way back home uh, to the UK. And... Um, oh, so yeah. wait, you weren't in the UK when you... No, diagnosed? I wasn't in the UK when I got pneumonia. That's the whole thing. I was on holiday. Um, <laughs> okay, I missed that point. Okay, okay. Yeah, That's sorry. very significant. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and then found my way back to the UK... Um, after a couple of months um, and it was wonderful to get home, but that's when the penny dropped because then there was no family, immediate family because oh, you know, you mean, they, when you got everybody lived everywhere. Oh yeah. my gosh. And okay. it was, you know, then you have to start working with the medical system, mm -hmm. finding the correct doctor. You know, you had these amazing doctors where I was, where I was first diagnosed, saved my life, looked after me. And now I'm back home, I have to find those new doctors, um, new specialist nurses, 
Uh, and that took months to find okay. the correct people, get the referrals and, you know, find the correct ones who can, who, yeah, I didn't even know, for example, that I needed a rheumatologist. I thought I need a cardiologist and a respiratory specialist. Uh, ended up going, no, you need a rheumatologist. I'm like, great, let's find one. Um, but yeah, that that took time. So that took a okay. good year to get to a point where I was surrounded by the correct medical professionals okay. um, and started on the correct medication. And that's when the emotions came out. Mm. That's when the mental health started. Um, and that's when the whole point, okay, now you've got the anatomy sorted the physiology sorted but now we need to do the other work um and it was very good i had a couple of friends who made suggestions um of counselors um but yeah google was great <laughs> google oh, was very okay. good i found a fantastic um psychologist um and she looked after me for for a whole year um and walked me through through the whole transition of of being fit, healthy, zero days of sick for more than 20 years. And suddenly I'm having to take months and months of work. Um, I have to navigate the medical system, see doctors yeah. every week, etc. cetera. Um, and that was very beautiful because she was so kind and respectful about it. And she helped me see that taking ownership and taking responsibility for my physical health and my mental health was the way that I was going to get through it not going into denial, not going into a place of, I can't do this, I'm not supposed to do this. And the big thing that she told me was don't ask why. Nothing comes from asking why. Why me? Why did this happen? Because asking the question why brings up your defenses. Mm. It immediately makes you want to go, well, you know, and it takes you into a dark place of self-pity. So what questions did she ask me to ask myself? Yes. Yeah. What do I do now? Where do I go? What? What and where? How am I going to do that? Exactly. Mm -hmm. All those big open-ended questions. And what was amazing is I also learned that you don't have to answer those questions immediately. Mm. It's the big judgment that we put on ourselves when we ask those fantastic, beautiful, open-ended questions. We expect an answer of ourselves immediately. It's not possible. It's too big, the question. Mm -hmm. So you have to think mm -hmm. about it carefully and you have to think, what do I want? Where do I want to go? And how am I going to get there? Who's coming with me? Because we don't want to do any of this business by ourselves. Exactly. You know, you no, use I don't a fantastic want to. Uh... You, use a... <laughs> yeah. you use a fantastic word on your website called tribe. You know, the oh, yes. fearless freedom tribe. Mm -hmm. It's so important to find your tribe. Get those people around you because we shouldn't be walking this journey all by ourselves. And yeah, so that's that's where she, and that's how I got through it. By definitely by not asking myself why. Now, see, that's very amazing because I think that that is the first question that most people will come to when something catastrophic has occurred, right? That is yeah. the first thing, you know, did I do something wrong? Why is this happening to me? You know what I mean? Like that whole thing. Mm. Um, so that I love that. I love that Pearl where, um, you know, she focuses it then instead on the, you know, how, where and what instead of why. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly. awesome. And that's, that's awesome. what got me to coaching. 
because uh, I, I had my first call with my mentor and my coach that uh, that trained me and it was all about who what where when you know none of this why 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 so right, it, right. we instantly connected and that that was the second year um and uh, yeah here I am today hey it's Dr. G and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And so you, so, okay, you had a huge fear to overcome. You're on vacation. You're enjoying yourself. You think you just have uh, the sniffles. You go, you get checked out. You get this ridiculously incredible diagnosis that completely changes the trajectory of your life. Mm. And you're not near the family. You are getting good care, though, where you are. Um, and then you have to make the transition back home, get back, you know, get yourself established with the healthcare system at home, get, you know, get surrounded by your tribe, your family, your friends. Um, and then somewhere along the line, you have to now face another transition because you moved to a completely different country. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Recovered and then decided to move to California um, and had to rebuild a new tribe which was um, definitely a great thing for me. I really enjoyed it. It was a fantastic opportunity. Um, it's so wonderful to live here. And um, yeah, I think one of the things that happened to me was my head just clicked and went, life is short. I need to live. I need to do as much as I can. Um, and yeah, so that's what I did. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I like hearing that because, I mean, I'm a person who like picked up and moved really twice to really big moves. You know, like one move was uh, orchestrated by my mom, you know, the transition mm -hmm. from Jamaica to the United States. And then the other move basically was a decision that we just made. We just said, OK, we just want to live in another country now. And we just like moved. So, you know, it's just um, I'm always interested to hear, you know, what what is the impetus for people who make a transition like that? And it sounds mm. like um, for you, you were, you know, you were in that space where you're, you're now, you know, it's like YOLO, you're like you only live once. You want to make sure that you live life to the fullest and you feel like the next adventure should be in California. That's what it kind of sounds yeah. like from, from our conversation, Yeah, which is, which yeah, is neat absolutely. because a lot of people, they don't, they won't have the courage to do that as adults. Right. Because, you know, you figure, you know, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 47. I mean, at 47, well, at the time we made this last move was 
I was 46. And so like, you know, like at 46, you're like, you've already established certain things. You're well, you know, you're well rooted, et cetera, et cetera. And then to completely sever everything and transpose yourself to a different place, potentially different culture that requires a lot of courage. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious, curious, what, what was the signal that you got that said, this was it, like, this is a place that I should go to next. Um, so California was not on my list of places. Oh, okay. To to. Um, that, and my partner got a job in California. So that was what determined the destination. I see. Um, okay. But in the build up to the destination and the actual choice of packing up and moving, that was, that was definitely on the cards because you know, life is short, as you said. Um, and it was that whole thing of I needed to do something brave, something brand new. I was faced I was faced with the possibility that I couldn't do ICU nursing anymore. Um, you know, will my heart keep up? You know, do 17 hour between, you know, you do on calls, you do all these long shifts. Um, and then you get exposed to, yes. to many different diseases all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things that did happen uh, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. No worries. So one of the things that did happen, um, you know, with the build, with with COVID, was everybody, all the nurses and doctors who had autoimmune diseases, for example, had to go and you know had to stop working. Yes. Um, and yeah. So and that's where I was. So it was mm-hmm. a very, in a way, it was a very easy decision to move. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Because one, the bravery and the courage was there because. I got the chronic illness and I was like, yeah, let's move. Let's do as much as we can with life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other hand, the destination was determined. Um, and then the third thing was, well, I can't nurse with this, uh, this illness anymore. Um, and there are many doctors and nurses with sarcoidosis out there. So if any of you are listening and you're working, I know, and I'm really happy for you. Um, it's just when I was newly diagnosed, I couldn't work. So, um, and, you know, to all my colleagues out there who's working with chronic illnesses, keep going. You're amazing. Um, but yeah, I took the opportunity to reroute, become a yeah, life coach. No, that's great. That's great. And it sounds like you're in love in California, which is also good. Yes. Yes, good, good, good. <laughs> it's good. a beautiful place. Yeah. They don't have tea time in California, yeah. though. <laughs> no. There's no tea time. That's very true. <laughs> oh my gosh all right that is awesome so now you got to tell us or tell the tribe um how they can reach out to you if they're interested and they feel like they're vibing with your conversation here and they want to work with you thank you yeah um they can go to my website www.vanderwaltcoaching.com um i'm also on instagram vanderwaltcoaching where they can find me. Um, my programs are on there. I've got three programs that I can help people with. Um, so there's a three-month program, a six-month program, and a one-year program. Um, I told you in the beginning the three different types of coaching that I do. Um, and very passionate about the health transition coaching too, seeing as I was there. <laughs> yeah, you loved it. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the, that's where they can find me. Um, if they do want you to- mind spelling <laughs> Vanderwalt just in case? Let's make sure we don't have it. Yeah, absolutely. The wrong thing. Okay. So www.v-a-n-d-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-a-l-t-e-r-w-
R W A L T. Awesome. Coaching. Awesome. C O A T H. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I always like to spell, have it spelled out because I'm telling you, you're listening to the thing or even if you're watching the thing, you still like miss a letter and you're like, why can't yeah. I find it? And you get all frustrated. So <laughs> let's just avoid all that. Yeah, <laughs> by spelling absolutely. It out. So absolutely. That's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> so what? Um, that's also my blog site. So you can go read my blogs then. Oh, perfect. And do you like yeah. uh, on your yeah. blog, do you happen to talk about your, your experience with Sarcoid? um i touch on it okay. um at the moment what i'm doing with the blog is um I'm, I'm yeah i'm working a lot with ownership and responsibility at the moment okay. um, and one of the big things that i had to do um was take ownership and take responsibility um for all my belief systems but also my the gifts that my parents gave me um but the biggest one was my voice um, so there's a lot of work that I'm doing at the moment, blogging about my voice. Um, and that takes a whole different, you know, direction, speaking your truth, speaking your fearlessness, speaking, you know, being your honest with yourself, your family, your friends, etc. Yes. Um, but yeah, the dark way it's in there. Um, the chronic okay. illness is in there. <laughs> okay. Right. But yeah, yeah I haven't great. actually, I, that's a good idea, actually. I should actually write a, a proper thing on my, my chronic illness. That'd be very interesting. I think it's I think that, that would that's... resonate with a lot of people who are searching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I um, because you know how it is. Like, you're the more like specific the connection, like the stronger it is. I don't know. I don't even mm -hmm. know if I'm saying that correctly, but like, you know, if I've yeah. gone through a particular situation, a trial, and I know that the person that I'm speaking to or relating to has actually gone through it or has yeah. been cl in close relation to someone who's gone through it, I'm more willing to identify with that person than someone who's just kind of like been on the periphery, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, I think it's, it's been really in cool the trenches. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, that's good. That's good. And then, um, so you, you said you have a program you have, so you have one-on-one -on -one also, Sounds like. Yes. Yeah. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's mostly what I do. Okay. Awesome. Um, and that's either via Zoom or telephone or, or you know, whatever's convenient for people. Um, I have, I've had clients in the UK and Europe and South Africa and all over America. So it's. Uh, yeah. I was going to say that allows for you to be international, anymore. essentially, you know, mm. having it that way. Absolutely. Have it in a virtual motif. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So tell us, um, like what, what's the, what's the future looking like? Like what's 20, what's the end of this year and next year looking like for you as far as facing yeah. fear and, you know, all the things. Well, firstly, you're going to write that blog on Sarkoid, as you told me. That's oh, look at that. now on the list. Um... <laughs> so this was a productive podcast. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so the, the, the plan is for, for next year is to really launch, um, my talks. Um, and go to some live events and do some talking and tell more people about the fact that when you get diagnosed with something, it's not the end. Uh, whatever life throws at you, there are ways and means of getting around it, getting through it, getting over it, getting, you know, under it and living, living through it. Awesome. So yeah, that's the big thing for next year. Awesome. 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 Yeah. So we are, we've had a very fantastic conversation. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And we're at that Thank point in the great. show where we do our tradition. What's that? 
I'd say that was great. I really enjoyed our talk too. Thank oh, you yeah, very much. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was good. And I got some things out of you, which I love. I like to yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. Good. But um, <laughs> we're at the tradition part of the show, and that is a fill in the blanks. Are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. ready. Okay. I am ready. Okay, awesome. All right, here we go. Yeah. If I am fearless, I will be free from people's judgment. I'll be authentic. I'll be free to question everything around me, free to truly work on finding the answers to these questions and act on it. Awesome. All right. The I next love that one question. Is, it's amazing. No, I, I, I love your answer. I love how you broke it down Thank too. Uh, the next one is, to me, fearless freedom means. Mm, love that one too. Uh, to me, fearless freedom means to engage with my fear and stop making it all about me. Fears disappear when you stop focusing inwards and freedom appears when you start looking outwards beyond the boundaries of life and become your true authentic self. Wow, I like that. Looking outwards. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great pearl. Fear just becomes so little when you start looking outwards because you see everybody else's fears, their fears get less or smaller than yours or bigger than mm -hmm. yours. And you kind of just go, wow, I'm not alone. Right. One, two, there's always somebody with a worse fear than me. Three, who can I serve? Exactly right. No, so much truth there. Awesome. And then the last one is my battle cry is. One of my favorites. I told a load of people about this. Thank you very much for that. My battle cry is. Truly know your responsibility in owning your belief systems. Yeah. Let us fear. A lot of us don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much for taking time out and spending it with us. And for yeah. sharing your story, sharing, you know, such amazing pearls with the audience. I mean, I think that the tribe has gotten quite a lot from this conversation. And I know that if your voice is resonating with them, they will for sure be reaching out to you. Do you mind us saying one more time where they can do that? Yeah, they can find me on www.vanderwaltcoaching.com or Vanderwald Coaching on Instagram. Awesome. It was awesome, lovely awesome. to speak to you, Charmaine. Thank you so much. Same here. Same here.